More than 42% of our high school students post-pandemic are feeling things like sad and hopeless and even more shocking, I think, to some people. More than 20% seriously considered things like suicide. More than 10% attempted suicide. So then you had people like the mayor and the New York City Health Department that stepped in, right, and said, we need to do something. And the something was providing mental health care that was accessible to all. Hey, this is Epicenter NYC. We connect our communities to news, information, and each other. I'm your host, Amber Castillo. The Adams administration, in partnership with the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, recently announced the launch of a new three-year initiative aimed at helping teens get access to free therapy. Talkspace, a New York-based digital mental health company, is set to operate the program called TeenSpace to offer tele-mental health services to kids between the ages of 13 and 17. Today, Nicole Perino of The Unmuted sits down with Talkspace therapist Erica Patton-Simpson to unravel the details. Erica sheds light on how the pandemic has reshaped our approach to mental health and also touches on startling statistics surrounding the crisis among high school students and the crucial role of therapy. Finally, they'll get into the logistics. Who's eligible? How do teens sign up? And what about the confidentiality and the scope of discussions in therapy? Let's dive in. So we shared news last month about free therapy for teenagers here in New York City, thanks to a partnership with Talkspace. I'm here with Erica Patton-Simpson to learn more about Talkspace, the creation of TeenSpace, and how the program works. Um, So thanks for taking the time to talk with me today. So if you could just tell me a little bit more about Talkspace first. Yeah, thanks again for having me today to talk about Talkspace and how we fit into the healthcare world and meeting mental health care needs for everyone, right? Making mental health care accessible for all. Talkspace has been around for more than 10 years. We were just the pioneers in telemental health, specifically in giving people the ability to message a licensed therapist anytime that you needed to. And that just changed everything for mental health care. We've just seen such um, an ability to have accessible mental health care as a result of messaging therapy. And so we just did a lot to open up access and give people a really convenient way to get help. So fast forward to everything that we've been through as a world 10 years later, the pandemic, um, everything that happened through COVID, we still um, are in a pandemic. And it really changed the stigma around mental health care. And so now we look at convenience around, you know, you get on Talkspace.com and you see that you're covered under your insurance. You're likely to only pay probably a $25 copay to see a therapist, or maybe you're covered under one of these programs that we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. So I read that you signed, it was a third, uh, 26 million three-year contract with the Department of Health and Mental Hygiene to offer these much-needed services. So can you tell me a little bit about how that came about? Yeah, I think when you think about the mayor, right, and the New York City Health Department, they stepped in when they saw what you and I were just talking about, right, which is more than 42% of our high school students post-pandemic are feeling things like sad and hopeless and even more 
shocking, I think, to some people. More than 20% seriously considered things like suicide. More than 10% attempted suicide. So then you had people like the mayor and the New York City Health Department that stepped in, right, and said, we need to do something. And the something was providing mental health care that was accessible to all Um, And that turned into free therapy for teens, 13 to 17. And Talkspace was able to power Mm -hmm. that initiative. Um, And I'm one of the 4,800 therapists here that um, provides those services. And so we are just so excited to be able to fill the enormous gap that there is in mental health care and specifically here in New York City. And we hope that other cities will take notice and do the same. Mental health care access should be available for everyone. Absolutely. I was just going to ask that too. Do you know if any other cities in the U.S. have participated in anything like this? Or is that something that you guys would be interested in partnering with other cities? Yeah, we're definitely interested in partnering. And just recently, we have Baltimore, Maryland city schools that signed up to do uh, the same. Yeah, I mean, it definitely hits close to home. I have a 17-year-old and she uh, entered high school right on the the cusp of it. So, you know, her first, her freshman year was completely remote and I just saw a huge shift in just her mood and and I got therapy services for her as well. So I definitely, um, I see how helpful it is and I think it's important. So it's it's free for ages 13 to 17, and this is whether they're in public, private, or charter school. Is there any documentation that needs to be provided, and can undocumented teens still access this program too? They can. 13 to 17, just Talkspace.com backslash New York or NYC, right? Super easy to sign up. You do need parent consent um, with a few exemptions, right? Um, You just get on, you sign up, you take a brief assessment, um, and then you're able to match with someone that meets um, the criteria that you set, right? And so um, you're matched really quickly, and then you get these licensed therapists, right? Generally, more than eight years of experience. We do have Spanish-speaking therapists as well. So really looking at a diverse population of therapists to meet a diverse population of teenagers. And they can message back and forth with their therapist, which is so important as a mom of teenagers as well, right? We're just really meeting kids where they are today, right? With technology and easy access to services. So the ability to message back and forth, have a live session, and it all takes place on Talkspace's platform. And do they need uh, parental permission or how does that work? They do. They can get consent once they sign up, send consent through the platform, and they're able to get consent that way. That's great. And I know we talked already a little bit about, you know, the effects from the pandemic. Are there other kind of social changes that you're seeing that are playing a role, like, you know, social media and things like that and and mental health? Yeah, I think overall, just seeing that the majority of youth have had a higher propensity to depression post-pandemic and really the studies say that we're still in the pandemic, so I want to be careful about how I portray that. But they're still not receiving mental health treatment, and that's scary for me as a mom and also as a practitioner. And so I think, um, do I think that those things play a part? Of course I do. But the reasons, I think, on the other side of that are probably high cost. That's what studies say, right? Or lack of insurance coverage, 
maybe the time and effort involved. You know, a lot of us are working multiple jobs. Um, you're a parent. We're all busy. Maybe we have multiple kids that are going in, a, you know, multiple different directions. It's difficult to get everybody where they need to go and meet needs while also considering price. And, you know, is insurance going to cover that? Am I going to get a huge bill on the other side of that? That's what the mayor saw, right, in the Department of Health. And I think that that's what we're solving for on the other side is this is free. We're trying to solve for a huge mental health crisis by doing just that, right? It's a free service. We're providing what kids are saying that they need. And I mean, we can talk a little bit more about that. Kids are saying, I need this. I need to get something off my chest. Um, wow. Be the person to say that to you. Wow. So you are hearing kids are actually the ones because I was going to say that, like, you know, what about for kids who might be or any teenagers who are hesitant? You know, what can parents kind of say to them? But so you're seeing that, you know, they're actually the ones kind of saying that they do need to talk to someone. Yeah, I think in the focus groups that we did, even in New York City, right, kids are saying like, I need just like I said, I need to get something off my chest or I need to vent just this would be helpful to me. And it's totally confidential, right? That ability to send a message to someone that responds every day is significant as well. Uh, but I think the ability to provide access to care before there's a more serious issue down the road, I think we'll see a significant decrease in some of those statistics that we talked about earlier. And is there anything that's kind of out of bounds or off limits as far as what discussion wise that? A really beautiful thing about therapy, right, is that there aren't limits to what you can talk to your therapist about, right? It's sort of a safe space to talk about anything that's going on in your life. Um, and of course, there's always the limits to confidentiality, things like um, suicidality or homicidality or abuse and neglect, those kinds of things, right? But those are things that you always talk to clients about up front. And that's where trust is built in a therapeutic relationship, right? Because you're always really honest with each other. And that's the reason that you can have that kind of open dialogue. So the way it works, you know, you message, it says you can message your therapist as much as you'd like. So is each teen paired with one therapist? Yeah, of course. You're always working with the same therapist and you meet live with the same therapist that you're, that you're messaging with as well. And if they feel for some reason that they need more than one of like, like the video sessions per month, is that something that like insurance can possibly pay for or out of pocket? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a conversation too with your therapist. There is an additional need. That's something that you would want to talk to with the person that you're seeing. Like what what is there that I can do that's addition, that's an addition to that, right? And, you know, so so far, are you, you know, do you know any of the numbers of how many teens are already signed up for this service. I know it just, did it just launch in, I believe, December, or that was just when it was announced? We're going to let the New York City Health Department report out on the numbers, but we're so pleased with what we've seen so far. Amazing. And I know as far as like, you know, like, for example, my daughter, she's, you know, on varsity uh, softball and volleyball, and she's joined a few councils, you know, she's uh, gearing up for college. So, I know sometimes it's it's a little hard to schedule it in. So this seems like it's very flexible too. I was thinking about when you just said that um, having a daughter that's going to graduate in May as well and getting into that just super. Oh, wow. Congratulations. We're almost there, Mama. It's like that, that idea that mental health is health as well is such an important conversation for us as parents to be having with our children. 
no matter how that word parent is defined, right, whether you're a foster parent or however that looks at your home, I think that's such an important conversation for us to be having that that's just part of health, right? Because we want this generation of children to grow up and know that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to talk to somebody when you're just feeling overwhelmed or it's the intention is to keep it from getting more serious and significant. So it's a sign of strength to take care of your health. And I know, you know, they always say when it comes to therapists, sometimes it's like dating, like maybe the first one might not be a good match. So is that also an option for them if they feel like they'd like to try someone else? Yeah. The good news is more than eight of 10 people stay with their original therapist. But sometimes things like you mentioned being so busy, right? Maybe you need a different time or um, maybe you need to see somebody on a Saturday afternoon or something like that. Then you're um, always, we have a really easy option within your account, right? You can change therapist at any time. That's great to know. And then is there also family options too? Like if, you know, the parents want to kind of get involved or just understand how to better support their their child? Yeah, absolutely. What I would say is like in conjunction, of course, with your team, because you want to keep that a safe space, have that conversation, right? If I was a therapist for your teen, for example, having that conversation, like, do you want your mom to be involved um, in care and then coordinating that way? So yeah, we have a process to involve family um, as much as clients are comfortable um, and then also a process for like release of information. So um, just to take that a step further, like if you wanted give a doctor or something like that's involved, it's so easy to look on your phone at a treatment plan, right? And you can see exactly what you're working on. So perhaps maybe if you had somebody that was on a medicine and your doctor can see exactly what you're doing in therapy at Talkspace, it makes it really easy for coordination of care. I love that. You know, and is there anything else that you think that, you know, families should know or just ways that parents can, you know, better support their their children during, obviously, like you said, it's, it's a lot going on in the world right now. So I know um, everyone, I think everyone I know is going through something right now. So just, you know, any kind of words of wisdom. Absolutely. I would just say overall that we know that historically, and I hope again that this generation uh, will grow up with a different sense of mental health care, but historically that there's been a stigma um, associated with mental health care. But I'm so encouraged with the addition of this program that some of that is on the back burner, right? And that we're moving toward uh, mental health being a part of regular health care. And I would encourage parents to really have those conversations with their kids and to include this as a part of just whole health care moving forward. And to give this a try, right, is just an additional support in their family. Let us help with that. Mental health is health, right? It really is a sign of strength for your family, and it's a sign of strength to take care of your health, right? That's so important. And so I would really encourage kids and parents to take advantage of what the mayor is offering here. No, I think I think it's a wonderful thing. And I know even me as a parent, I have to, you know, I have an 11 year old as well. And, you know, I joke sometimes that there's things that she'll share with her sister that she won't share with me. And I think sometimes as parents, we have to give up a little bit of that control and understand that maybe they might not want to talk to us about certain things. But as long as there is someone that they have um, to go to and we know that it's a trustworthy person that can give them good 
guidance, I think it's, it's a great thing. So, you know, I love what you guys are doing and I definitely want to uh, make sure that all parents can take advantage of it. So thank you. I appreciate that. This conversation sheds light on the critical need for mental health support now more than ever. If you're a parent guardian or even a teenager listening in, remember that mental health is an essential aspect of overall well-being. If you're interested in exploring the services offered by Teen Space, or if you know a teen who could benefit from this program, visit Talkspace.com backslash coverage backslash NYC. That's all for today. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting us as we do our best to support our community. We couldn't do it without you. For more stories like this, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at epicenter-nyc.com. Our intro music is All the Pretty Horses by Garavika. You can find more of their music on their website, linked to in our podcast description. <laughs>